And we are live on bourbonblog.com tonight trying some scotch because we love some good scotch, some good single malts, and uh, the new one from Glenmorangie, A Tale of Cake. And it's my good friend, David Blackmore, brand ambassador of Glenmorangie. How's it going there, David? It's, it's going great, thanks, Tom. Yeah, glad to see you have a bottle uh, as well. So it's, uh, that's good, right? <laughs> it's uh, Absolutely. It's, it's a really interesting whiskey with quite a story. And I'll just have to say, you have some packaging there in front of you. Uh, the the, the eye-catching nature of this package, it feels like, you know, I've walked into as a pastry shop. You know, we're having a big birthday party. It's the kind of celebration we need uh, right? right now during the pandemic. Seriously? Right. I mean, to be honest, when I first saw this packaging, I thought, what? You know, and I'm sure most of you did too. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think, Scotland, we need to maybe uh, lighten up a little bit. And, you know, not every single bottle of whiskey has to have Heather bagpipes and a, and a stag on it. You know, we can maybe do a little bit, something a little bit different and be a bit more playful from time to time. Why not? You know, and whis Scotch whiskey, if it's doing its job, it's putting smiles on people's faces. Uh, and that's ultimately what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so this is, again, a, a very limited edition. It is. Uh, tell us the story, because I know there's this story of, of how yeah. the thought of, of cake and how you could deliver the taste in a whiskey. What's what's the story yeah. with this? So actually, it goes back some years to when our, our illustrious leader, uh, Dr. Bill Lumsden, had just kind of transitioned from being Glenmorangie distillery manager into his kind of current role of a master distiller. And he had been playing around with the idea of um, Hungarian Royal Tokai casks. Hungarian Royal Tokai is a right. dessert wine that is regarded by some as, you know, uh, even more uh, um, brilliant than something like Sauternes. You know, that's a controversial statement, uh, but some people have said that for sure. And Bill thought, well, well let's use some, some Hungarian Royal Tokai casks uh, with Glenmorangie. Um, that time, way back when he was just being promoted and uh, he was traveling around the world for the, some of the first trips as a master distiller, he admits he kind of took his eye off the ball that time and right. he let it sit in the Tokai cast too long and, um, frankly, ruined it. It, it was, he said it went from being sublime to totally over the top and wow. ruined very quickly. So he's had his uh, bee in his bonnet about Tokai Cass for a long time. So, you know, determined to get it right at some point in his career. And he, he revisited the idea, um, uh, you know, a few years ago. And the, the end result is the triumphant return of a Glamorangi, this time where he really paid attention to it and got it right. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of backstory. And Bill, Bill always said that the aroma and uh, that he was getting at when he first tried it, when he first did it, and when it went, when it was sublime, reminded him of like a pineapple upside down cake that his grandma had baked uh, when he was when he was younger. So that, wow. that's the idea of the, the tail of cake. The tail, the tail of cake. And so that first time when he tried it, it was, it was. I guess it was never released. Is that right? No, 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 no. That just um, he learned. I think it's something. One of you know, you learn by your mistakes, and this was early in Bill's uh, career. Uh, relatively early in Bill's career, right? And we right. realized, you know, with some of these experiments, you really got to watch them, or they can, you know, older isn't better. It can, it can go completely uh, off the boil, so to speak. Yeah, with a lot of these uh, finishes, 
I mean, even from what I understand from distillers and from what I've what I've mm -hmm. tasted too, as I've gone into the distilleries, as I've tried these, the difference can be a matter of days, a week, or even less. Leaving yeah. it into long any whisk, whether it's a rye, a bourbon, a scotch, it can really that finish can just overtake it. This is yeah. a perfect balance. Uh, that cake flavor is there. I mean, it's something that's not sure overly sweet, but the fruits are there. Um, yeah. What uh, what 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 else do you get on this? I mean, this is a we obviously yeah. get that DNA of Glenmorangie, but it's it has so many more things happening in, in an interesting way. It's very very unique. You're right about it not being too overtly sweet, and I think that's partly a kind of translation thing between Scotland and the U.S. Um, right. I suspect the cakes that Bill grew up with were considerably less sweet than a modern cake, the average modern cake these days anywhere, and particularly in the States. Sure. So it's that it's that kind of sponge cake. Um, and some sponge cake, you know, the sponge can actually have a, it's got a butteriness to it, but it can have almost a slightly salty, savory note to it. Um, it sometimes, you know, the actual sponge and it's everything else, the layers of whatever cream or fruit and then the, the whatever icing you use that really provides the sweetness. So this is much more of the sponge itself than icing or anything like that. Right, it has that that sponge, and it has a, that, that Takai has really given itself uh, to this whiskey and some nice creamy notes, some, yeah. uh, even some some tropical fruit. I mean, there's um, mm -hmm. there's many layers on this. Uh, this I get almond, it's weird, yeah. I get almond almost um, um, like, um, uh, like marzipan, something like that. Right, it has that creaminess that, um, yeah, it, the sugars that come through to me are very delicate and very subtle. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not massively syrupy sweet. It's got some uh, some real complexity in there, and of course, there's that that pineapple note that that Bill really picked up so much. Oh yeah, and the more you taste it, the more you see that pineapple yeah. upside down cake. Something that uh, you know, you we 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 do get them in America, but it's it's one of those kind of treats we might see, uh, you know, at a family gathering we don't see it every day it's, it's old school right it's, it's old probably right. old school cake it's, I, it's very old school so i hadn't had a pineapple upside down cake i think maybe ever until we launched this whiskey and i'm like <laughs> right i need to make myself a pineapple upside down cake see what this is all about sure so you, you you have you only had one or you've never had one i have had a couple now since, uh, since, since okay. i've i've i've, I've, I've uh, sorted it out and uh Sampled a pineapple upside down cake, and I see what he's getting at for sure. Right, you you may make one this weekend, then possibly, right? You never know. And you know, we 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 had this partnership um, developed with uh, Dominic Ansel, yes. who is the, the famous uh, creator, genius um, creator of the Cronut, and we worked with him on uh, on creating uh, a, a, a particular version his his take on a pineapple upside down cake i guess to to match with the the tail of cake and uh, and, a, and, a, and a couple of other pairings as well and of course that was something I, we were all looking forward to being able to you know do a big launch at uh, at his bakery in new york and all the rest and you know 2020 of course that wasn't gonna happen now so but right. uh, still, still um if you if you're ba anyone's based in new york uh, i think you're still able you might still be able to get his version of uh, of the tail of cake cake at his bakery. So he actually made a, a version of that with yeah. like a, what what did he do you know what he did to it? Kind of reinvented thing. It looks like it's it's actually sitting on like a, a a half a pineapple, and then there's this slices of the upside down cake um, standing up on top of it. It's kind of cool, that's for sure. 
It's uh, great, great bakery. I've been to the one in LA. It's it's an amazing place, and the original cronuts and the pastries they do are incredible. What a what a cool thing to partner uh, with with him on this. Uh, so he kind of gave you all some guidance on the on on the cake flavors, or how what kind of guidance did he give you? Yeah, we well, we uh, we met with him uh, some time ago. Uh, Bill and myself, Bill flew in from Scotland, and I came up to New York, and we met with Dominic Ansel. And tasted him on the whiskey and just you know chit chatted and, and brainstormed and uh, it kind of all went from there and the two of them you know clicked straight away because and no surprise you know Bill Lumsden is often re uh, referred to as the kind of Willy Wonka of the whiskey world and Dominic Ansel is right. regarded as the same in the in the baking world so you know these two mad geniuses got on uh, re really well. For sure, it's that what a, what a fun partnership! What a delicious whiskey, uh, and I I love the original, uh, Glen Moranji. You were walking us through uh, earlier. This one is um, the basically it's it's what you're used to as far as the aging around about there from Glen Moranji. Yeah. Then it's in the Takai cask for a little well, while. Obviously, I need to be a little careful because sure. it, we don't have an A statement on the bottle, and you know what I right. can legally say about it is 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 limited, but. You know, if you're a fan of Glamorangie and you know our, our uh, if you're familiar with our usual kind of um, finishing regime, we're, we're right. not a million miles off from that here. Close not that. exactly the same, actually, but it's 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 um, there's a bit of a tweak there. I, I don't think Bill would want me to talk about, but um, yeah, it's broadly that. Broadly, I that. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's very deep. Uh, mm -hmm. Not overly sweet, but something you could um, you could have uh, at the end of the meal just to sip on. I mean, this is uh, yeah. even though it even though you see cake and you automatically think dessert from the colors. This is something yeah. that you can enjoy at any time. To totally, ab uh, absolutely, and uh, yeah, it's um, you know it, it it. So we've had ten years, <laughs> pardon me, ten years of doing the private edition range, and we decided to put that range to bed after ten releases, ten years. So this isn't part of the private edition range. This stands on our own by itself. But um, in terms of the kind of number of bottles, the quantities, it's broadly that sort of quantity of, 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 of limited. So it's not so it's not a numbered bottle kind of limited. Um, it, it, we want to make something that that you know people can actually get their hands on and get their lips on more to the point and taste. And we don't want it just to be flipped into another auction type of thing. We'd like people to drink it. So, but it, you know, it, it's it's a one and done. It's not coming back, and um, and hopefully, it's designed to be drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's it's very nice. So it's limited, but you uh, you can find it. I mean, you should be able to. You should be, uh, but it won't be on the shelves always. It's something that'll be around. Right. Um, given the kind of um, reception it's received and um, how we're seeing it sell. The um, if you if you wait till after Christmas, it, it, you will you you you'll have a very hard time finding it. I right. This is uh, a perfect Christmas holiday uh, gift and yeah. really something fun if you're thinking about uh, gathering with friends or maybe you're even virtually gathering with friends. Yeah. Uh, what a great thing to to take to a, a party um, or hold on yeah. to when you are at a party because this is this is special. Uh, the, the the price on this one is. Um, I think it's around about 99 bucks it's, uh, kind of in line with the pricing of, um, it might even be slightly less, but it's broadly in, in line with the pricing of all the private editions that we've had in the past. Um, Excellent. That's our price point. Yeah.
It's it is so tasty. Uh, a lot of people are already commenting. Uh, I am very glad I have found this, as I have a tail and cake sitting here on the shelf at the store I work at. So, oh, like nice. The store, the store there. <laughs> the drag the Dragononis. If I'm saying that right, Flair, tell us tell us where you're at. We always like to hear where you're at, and yeah. and everyone else as you're watching. Um, Tell us what you're sipping tonight, uh, where you're at. Someone is asking if this, Steve Bull is asking if this is maybe at Benny's. Is it possible Benny's might have this? Um, it should be, unless it's sold out. Yes, it should be in Benny's. I know of somebody who I was talking with on a on another virtual tasting two nights ago, and uh, I know that uh, at least one of the audience uh, from that tasting went to a Benny's and picked up two bottles that, uh, yesterday morning, so... Um, it was there. Whether it's still there, um, be quick. The word, the word, may, the word is spreading. Even after tonight, yeah. the word is spreading. Just how special this is. Yeah, I've been really impressed with how uh, how um, how people have really taken to it. Because you know, the packaging is fairly. Um, hi, Charlie. My son's just giving me a pet. Some reason just walked around and giving me a, a pair of headphones. He thought you might need those. And yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, the, the packaging has, in some ways, been you know, fairly intentionally a bit provocative. You know, um, wake people up. You know, uh, let's put a little bit of a spice back into the world of single malt whiskey. Um, uh, obviously, the liquid is what really matters. But um, you know, why why just have dull, boring packaging? We can do something fun once in a while. Surely. Surely we're allowed to do that. Right. No, absolutely. Yes, it is. It fun. It's fun. You guys make a lot of things fun, which we appreciate uh, with your selections. And again, if you're just joining us, it's bourbonblog.com live. Make sure you're following that. Uh, bookmark that and follow all the um, channels you're watching. And if you are interested in getting even deeper in some of our tastings, make sure you visit bourbonblog.com forward slash at home. We do some guided tastings. Bookmark that as well. But right now we are tasting live with David Blackmore, yeah. uh, the uh, a tale of a cake, and so this really tells a story. The whiskey mm -hmm. has uh, a lot of those cake notes. I'm getting some nice, like um, I'm getting some beautiful, like honeyed fruit. I mean, there's there's so, so much there. There's um, there is the uh, as you were saying, like the pineapple. Um, it's just there's a lot of cakes that I could think this tastes like almost in that elegant pastry fashion, as you were yep. mentioning. I'm gonna add a dash of water to my my second wee glass, this, um, just to see what it does. Kind of opens that up. This this proof. What 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 proof are we drinking this at? Is this about? Uh, um, this is forty six, I believe. Forty six. Forty seven. No, it's forty. Um, yeah, forty six. Forty six. Have there been many? Um, and I'm trying to remember. In many uh, scotches finished in Tokai. I mean, is that something that we've seen much? I've, I've heard about a couple of whiskey. We're definitely not the first with this. You know, right. there have been a, um, a handful um, before us. I suspect if Bill's first experiment had, if he hadn't taken his eye off the ball, we might have been first back then. <laughs> but you know, that that's immaterial. Uh, so no, we're not first uh, with this. Um, I hope you enjoy the whiskey, though. And there's certainly been some Tokai cask, as we were talking about before we went on air, um, American whiskeys um, produced as well. And from right. what I've read, I haven't really tasted any of them, but from what I've read, um, distillers both sides of the pond, I think, would admit that Tokai casks can be, our, um, yeah, it's very easy to mess it up with a Tokai cask. You've really got to watch them. So that was, you know, that's that was... Bill learned it the hard way for sure. 
Um, they're not they're not casks that are going to play, you know, play easy. What's the term I'm looking for? You know, right? You got to watch these because the the Takai can really take over more than maybe some they, other. They really can, and um, the Hung you know, right. Hungarian oak, whilst it's you know, it is it's it's European oak, but it, it's it, for some for whatever reason. Um, Growing in Hungary, it seems to have a, pick up a very particular character to it, and then you add in the, the you know, it's drenched in this Tokai dessert wine, which is you know made in a similar way to um, Sotern, the botrycization of the grapes, right, uh, right? Concentrating the sugars, blah blah blah. Um, you're you're getting that richness there as well. So, uh, but I think it's the what what differentiates um, Sotern finishing, which you know Glamorangi Bill's been doing for a long time now. And uh, Hungarian Royal Tokai finishing is the is the Hungarian oak that seems to be the uh, awkward thing to, to really watch. It just it, the, the oak does something completely different. So that's it. Yeah. Really is interesting yeah. with these finishes. And as you were mentioning, American whiskeys, there mm -hmm. have been some. I know Whistle Pig tried it a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how widely that one was released, but it's it is interesting to taste uh, Tokai. And also, as you were mentioning, saw turn finishes uh, on whiskeys and. Um, I would imagine there's plenty more uh, experiments that uh, Bill's working on now. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I and I can't tell you about any of them, I'm afraid. But yes, you know, he's he will openly admit to having at least 50 experiments on the go at any one time in just the Ramonji warehouse. And I know for a fact that's him being very, very conservative with the two. There's a lot more than that going on, you know. Yeah, more there's there's just so many of them. Is that Absolutely. me? Is that you know, me? it might be it might be on this end. I think it might be my Google voice that was coming through. <laughs> All right, I just want to make sure it's not me. And the other thing is I apologize if my kids are now my kids have decided in the whole house to to go into the room right next to where I am and make a lot of noise. Of course. Because they know daddy's on a on a thing. <laughs> it's it's the magic of of live uh, videos, and uh, and we're just so glad you're watching this one. Trying this uh, with, this. and a few people are mentioning that they uh, that they've had uh, this before, or they've had this since it's been released, and they're really enjoying it. Uh, so um, this is this is delicious stuff. What any other uh, news right now from uh, Glen Morangi or Art Bag that we might want to uh, mm. touch on? Yeah, there's, there's so much I'd like to tell tell you, but I'm not quite at liberty to divulge yet. But there's a there's lots in the works, uh, particularly for Glenmorangie uh, in the next right. uh, six to twelve months. Lots and lots of things uh, coming. Um, a few things for Ardbeg as well. You know, um, I think uh, most of most of the Ardbeg fans will know that there was a label that uh, leaked out because of the TTB, uh, you know, searchable web label website. Um, that was kind of most of us were expecting it maybe October, November, and it hasn't materialized yet. Fear not, it's not not coming, it's just uh, a few you know logistical issues with the way the world is right now. It will right. arrive at some point, don't worry. Keep so, the there will be there will be another Ardbeg uh, limited edition release, there will be another Ardbeg uh, sometime. In uh, early in 2021, early in 2021, and I know when we talked to you a couple months ago, uh, you you didn't tell us, but you teased forward and said, "Look, we're going to have at least one more limited edition before the end of the year." So we're excited that it is cake, and yeah. um, 
And the other art bag you were mentioning that leaked out, that's a that's going to be a limited edition one as well. That will be a limited edition. There is actually another Glenmorangie currently out there in limited releases. We haven't uh, limited amounts. We haven't really kind of blown our trumpet about it too much. I don't even know if I've got a bottle here right now. Uh, there's a Malaga, 12-year-old Malaga would finish. Wow. Which um, is out. Um, if you're lucky, you might find that um, here and there. Not very much of it um, in, uh, in in retail across the u.s so keep a, keep your eyes peeled for that too but the the big the big one for this for this year the thing we were so excited about definitely was the the taylor cake taylor cake is is beautiful it's a great story it's an amazing bottle i highly recommend this it just takes uh those whiskey flavors that we've come to know and love from glimmerangi to another level and takes you into the realm of cake into sweets but not overly sweet it just has this wonderful creaminess about it uh it yeah. goes so many places um a lot of people uh, messaging now. Uh, Bob Howell says, hello, Dave, one of my favorite people. <laughs> he usually uh, is never quite so polite in person. <laughs> <laughs> and he does say Glenmorangie cake is fantastic. So, cheers, uh, Bob. Cheers, Bob. You gotta, everybody <laughs> has to check this out. Uh, and the uh, the Wee Beastie, is that, is, how's that been going? I know that yeah, one. Yeah, so our big Wee Beastie, well. our, our five-year-old Art Beg, you probably couldn't think of a whiskey much more different than a tail of cake, you know. Um, it's kind of a sprightly, uh, somewhat aggressive Ardbeg that we thought would be fun to allow people to see what Ardbeg was like, as, you know, as, as close to the still as possible almost, you know. Yes. We have the luxury of being able to taste Ardbeg new spirit, white dog off the still and watch it progress as it, as it makes its way towards the 10-year-old. And we thought it'd be funny. You know, it's never going to replace the 10 it's it's going to be its own thing there at five, um, but you know just a slightly less well polished, slightly naughtier Ardbeg maybe with a few rough edges and a, sp a sprightly vigor to it. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I, I, it, it's an interesting whiskey for sure. You know? I I really enjoyed. I I loved when we uh, got together with the uh, man, uh, men who blog man tripping and did the yeah. tasting. I thought I think it's really fun to try them next to each other and to really see just how much more of a difference age can make. I mean, I think that's the story that it really helps you tell to see, Definitely. you know, they're, they're both really beautiful in their own way, but here's what five years yeah. can do. Here's what 10 years can do. Um, it's, a, it's And the name too is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. We beastie kind of a, what, what I might in, in sort of Scottish, Scottish slang, I guess, refer my, my son to son as if he, if he keeps interrupting and, Dropping yeah, things he, he's the wee beastie. He's a little monster, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> well, this is uh, quite a pleasure indeed uh, tasting the uh, a tail of a cake, Glenmorangie. You definitely need to, if you're wanting to try it, look for a bottle online or at your favorite spirit shop uh, before the end of the year, if not sooner, because once it's gone, it's gone. And this is not something you plan on releasing every year, right? No. It's kind of a one and done. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I've I've taken that to heart. I've I've purchased quite a few myself just to 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 hoard. So I have it. So I, I still have some to drink in a year from now, you know. That's the idea. <laughs> it's it's like when it's like when the uh the new married couple keeps a, a, a slice of their cake in the freezer. You're keeping the cake but in your cellar there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny, funny you say that. Aren't you supposed to keep your wedding cake uh, like slices of it for like 10 years? Something like that. It's like you freeze like the top. They usually make a top layer for you, and then you keep it. I think my wife and I, we may have had like the rest of it the next year or something. Do you still have some in your freezer? 
No, our wedding cake, um, we had a great wedding. We had a quite a booze-ridden we wedding, as you can imagine. Yeah, if you're, sure. Given that, I, you know, I work in the industry and a lot of people that came to the wedding worked in the industry, worked right. in the industry as well. Um, but maybe that's the reason that um, our, our cake somewhat collapsed even before it was time to cut it. We went over to look at it and it just kind of slid. Did they run into I, I, it? I, I honestly don't know. But, you know, at that point, we were all having so much fun. We, we laughed. We laughed merrily at how the cake had collapsed and uh, just carried on with the evening. <laughs> so that is your tale of cake. Yeah, I think so. Actually, it's a good point. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun. It was a fun, fun wedding. We got married uh, in a in a Revolutionary War era barn in Connecticut. Wow. Uh, I'm Scottish. My wife's Jewish. Uh, you uh, figure out uh, the, the incompatibilities of the traditions when I have to when I'm supposed to wear a kilt, you know, uh, au naturel. Uh, uh, but I'm also supposed to be sat on a chair and hoisted up and paraded around over the heads <laughs> of everybody in the room. <laughs> so yes, it was. So a, so so you've combined so you combined those two with the kilt then. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, it was the yeah. only time I have um, resorted to to wearing something under the kilt. Was that at <laughs> <laughs> that moment? <laughs> That was probably it was probably a good idea. Probably a good idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, Dave! Always it's always so much fun chatting with you, and I'm so glad we have so many great uh, viewers. Uh, definitely, if you did catch this video midstream, we're going to keep it up permanently. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. So go back and watch this. Share with your friends, your family. Uh, show you know, show our tale of the cake that we've been tasting tonight. And if you yeah. just want to listen to it, or if you just like to listen to podcasts, because I know a lot of people are listening to those especially now, sign up for our podcast. It's right there. This will be uploaded to our podcast later tonight, the audio of this. And uh, Dave, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. I'm glad to hear things are going so well there at uh, Ardbeg and Glen Morangi. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, um, cheers to everybody out there as well for, uh, for listening in. Cheers and uh, pick yourself up a bottle of this. You all are going to really enjoy this, this tale of the cake. Cheers, David. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Tom. Thanks. Thank you, David.